0: Hi, this is Nick Nurse. Seven years ago, I led the Iowa Energy to the D-League Championship. Now I'm the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. Welcome to Sound Off. Hey, whatever happened to Keith Murphy? He's not still in Des Moines, is he?
1: Still here. Still here, okay. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy
0: and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging
1: Andy. Now, get ready to sound off.
2: Nick Nurses is, is such a nice guy. Really nice. Do, what do you think he was hinting at?
0: He, he made it big. He's with the Raptors now, the head coach. Right. And I think he was just saying that um, you're still in Des Moines. What does that mean? Well, I think he was just like commenting, like, yeah, Keith's still in Des
2: Moines. Yeah, the county's kind of like pumping you up a little bit. I I didn't take it that way at all, John. Okay. Uh, Sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic tonight, college football in the state of Iowa starts Saturday. Iowa hosts Northern Illinois at Kinnick Stadium. Iowa kicks off without four suspended players. Then under the lights, it's Iowa State and South Dakota State. The
0: Jackrabbits are number three in FCS. Is there any reason for fans to sweat either of these games? 515-282-9010. Let's sound off. Hmm?
2: Ohio State suspended Urban Meyer three games and no one seemed satisfied. Here's what I think we learned. Ohio State did not want Meyer fired. If it did, there were examples of bad management and intentional deceit. Meyer stays employed because he wins. Wednesday night's debacle wasn't the punishment. It was Meyer's lack of remorse and cold disregard for the alleged victim of domestic violence at the hands of fired assistant, Zach Smith. Meyer acted like a petulant schoolboy convinced he did nothing wrong, but forced to apologize. Two days later, Meyer apologized for the apology. That shows just how bad the backlash. It penetrated the Buckeye bubble and reached a man insulated by sycophants. It wasn't enough to get Meyer back in front of a camera, but he did tweet, Let me say here and now what I should have said Wednesday. I sincerely apologize to Courtney Smith and her children for what they went through. Meyer doesn't believe Courtney Smith. He believes Courtney's ex-husband, Zach Smith. We don't know if Zach abused Courtney, but we do know Zach was a bad employee. In addition to domestic violence accusations, instigators, or investigators found drug addiction, OWI, affair with a football secretary, $600 strip club bill on a recruiting trip, sex toys ordered, naked selfie at the White House, and frequent tardiness. Remarkably, Meyer never disciplined Smith. If not for Brett McMurphy's reporting, smith might still be on staff when athletics director gene smith mentioned zach smith being investigated for domestic abuse urban kept gene in the dark regarding zach's 2009 arrest later when meyer heard word of a negative story from mcmurphy meyer asked an aide how to delete text more than a year old then wednesday meyer said with a straight face he did not try to deceive at big 10 media days when he lied nine times lied then Lying now, none of this matters much to most fans. Ohio State fans acted like any fans would, looking for whatever supports a position that makes winning most likely. All right, Keith, finally the week we've been waiting for.
0: College football is here. It's crazy how much we yearn for this sport, like an IV needed to be pumped directly into your veins. Think about it. We're practically begging for summer to hurry up and end, so fall and football can get here. The time of year that football is played has a lot to do with why people love it. Fall, my favorite season, which means it's the best season. Warm enough to wear t-shirts during the day then jeans or sweats at night, perfect. There's just something about the smell of fresh cut grass on a field, or the smell of those tiny black rubber pellets burning in the sun which make any field feel 30 degrees warmer. It's football and it's here. Research shows declining numbers in the sport when it comes to participation, but there's no lack of interest for fans. Hawaii and Colorado State, two teams no one will care about this week, took over Twitter last night because fans were foaming at the mouth to see some kind of football, like rabid dogs ready to pounce on a New York strip. Heck, families plan their fall around football. Some couples won't schedule a wedding in the fall for fear friends will choose going to a football game over the wedding. And if that friend does come to the wedding, they're likely checking their phone every two minutes, even in the pew. Michael and Anna, good luck. (laughs) Seven Saturdays every fall, fans gather before the sun comes up to drink beer and eat unhealthy. In one hand, a big ass turkey leg. In the other, a bush light tall boy, and it's only 7 a.m. Baseball is America's pastime. Football is the sport of now. It's here. Live it up.
2: It'll be gone in three months. You just made me more excited about the football season.
1: I don't know if that was your
2: intent, but all of that actually sounds good to me, including the, well, maybe not the turkey leg the bush light tall boys, 7am on a football day yeah. well, maybe not 7 that's a little bit early oh they'll
0: think. be up at 7 all this right let's start over Iowa at uh,
2: at Kinnick Stadium John where uh, Iowa plays Northern Illinois about a 2:30 kick this is perfect for tailgating right this don't you think 2:30 i mean a lot of people love the
0: night games i love one or two night games per year but 2:30 kickoff i think is one of the Best times for tailgate. Yeah,
2: 11 a.m. is a little early. That's a little early. Now you got to get there really early, especially with all the construction problems you're going to find around Kinnick Stadium. Yeah. But the big concern here for Iowa is the four suspended players. How big of a deal do you think this is against a team Iowa should be? Iowa
0: should win, and I think they'll still win even with the four suspended players. I think most fans feel confident, but there is that sense of, well, what if it's a bigger deal than it should be? I mean, your your two starting offensive tackles are out. Two defensive tackles that will rotate in and play a lot are out. These are not four guys that are on the bench playing special teams. These are four starters that are out. Now, Iowa should win, but I think it's going to be a little closer than people think.
2: Jack Tri Stadium, you get to a night game. South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, it's an FCS team. Any Big 12 team uh, that's going to be good and coming off a bowl win should easily be any FCS mm-hmm. team, but this this is a good FCS team. So this is kind of a night where we find out uh, how far has Iowa State football come under Matt Campbell? Because you should beat an FCS team easily, even one ranked number three.
0: Yeah, no one needs to remind Iowa State fans about (laughs) FCS opponents. I mean, they they know all about it. They've had trouble with you and I. Uh, South Dakota State ranked third in the FCS. This is not going to be a cakewalk, but again, Iowa State should win. I expect this game to be a little more wide open than the Iowa game. I expect Iowa State to win by about 17 to 20.
2: Uh, yeah, 17 to 20 points, not 20 to 17. No, no, yeah, se-
0: yeah, yeah, something like 41 <laughs> to 21, something like that. Yeah. Time
2: for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges Larry in Des Moines. Says former Iowa State Representative Jeff Kaufman looks like late <laughs> wrestling manager Paul Bearer. Tiny ref? <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Kaufman does <laughs> not appreciate that. A Karen and Kendra in Des Moines. Say former Hawkeye lineman Ike Butker, now with the Bills, uh, the Buffalo Bills, looks like Cubs slugger Kyle Schwarber. Tiny ref?
0: Mm, not feeling it.
2: Really? I think that's close. I, think I see
1: a little bit. No. I see, yeah, I see a little bit mm. in the face. Oh, okay, okay, come on. Okay, got it, got it. Tiny ref, God, he's so angry. Touchy. All right, guys. How do you connect Urban Meyer to Kirk Ferentz's best haircut? I'll do my best Next.
2: Uh, Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Read comments on the Urban Meyer press conference. Do you suppose he can remember the butt kicking they took at Iowa last year, or is his memory issue just tied to improper behavior by staff and players? Michael comments on the Iowa
0: State football player suspensions. They have to realize that coming to Iowa puts a 10,000-watt spotlight on them all of the time, and they can't get away with anything. I don't care if they are a five-star, they did something stupid, and there is a consequence to be paid. Who's
2: bugging Andy this week? Urban Meyer. Who's not? Kirk Ferentz.
1: I don't know about you, but I've come to appreciate a few things this week, thanks to Urban Meyer. I've come to appreciate the fact that I am not a crazy fan. I'm not a crazy fan who can't see the light of reason anytime his coach or team gets into legal trouble. When you look to blame a woman for allegedly being abused or a journalist for reporting it, then you're not being a fan, you're being a fool. And you'd see that if this was any team other than your favorite one. And I've come to appreciate that for 20 years now, our Big Ten coach has been a guy who holds his hand up when he speaks for himself and his school, even when the subject is unpleasant. In 20 years of Kirk Ferentz, there have been only a few dark times, and I remember seeing true remorse on his face, and hearing it in his words. That is, unless he really didn't have anything to apologize for. In that case, he stuck to his guns. He had this mullet in 1972. That's long before they became all the rage for those of us who played soccer or hockey in the 80s or worked at a carnival in the 90s. He didn't do it as a fashion statement. He did it because he used to cut his own hair and he couldn't see the back of his neck in the mirror and we believe him because, well, that's a really Kirk Ferentz thing to do, and because he is Kirk Ferentz. And unlike some other coaches, what he says is the truth, and I appreciate that. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me.
2: Thank you, Andy. Next on Off, Michael Admire, he's not still Reeling from that shot you gave him there in the beginning of the show. Uh, Michael opens up his photo album to provide who's in your five. And uh, if Big Sam greenlights a call, he's been tough tonight. We'll have that too. It's uh, 515-282-9010. You can like us on Facebook, it's The Sound Off Nation. Nicole also comments on the Urban Meyer situation. When you have to apologize for your apology, it might be time for serious self-reflection on what got you to this moment in your life. Yeah, that's a good one, Nicole, thank you. Who's in your five? Michael Admires' favorite photos from Grandview Little League of Des Moines at the Little League World Series. Number five. Grandview boys meet former Cub catcher David Ross, and most of the players on the team were Cubs fans, so this was a big deal.
0: And he he's pretty good on TV. Yeah, as, he is as an analyst. Yeah, yeah he's got a good Fun, voice yeah. too.
2: Uh, number four, Admire meets Big Al. <laughs> His name is Big Al, and what does he do, John? He hits dingers. He hits dingers. I
0: hit love dingers. Big Al.
2: Yeah. At number three, 50-year-old Jim Perkovich. He played on the 1980 Grandview team that reached the World Series. Jim returns and he stayed in uniform. Look at Jim, he was having a blast, that was cool. At number two, uh, Little League present and past. Scott Kingery and the Phillies ride the Grandview Little Leaguers, uh, ride with the Grandview Little Leaguers to the Little League Complex. That was so cool, photo courtesy of the Phillies here. Can you imagine at that age riding with a major league team over to the ballpark? Just hanging out in the bus with the Phillies, not a big deal. Uh, Missed it by one year too because the Cubs are playing in this game next year. How great would that have been? Uh, Number one, Michael Admire with the Grandview Kids, and they gave Michael a Midwest jersey. This guy scores more gear. He's got a lot of swag from these events. He's got a lot of hats, mm-hmm. uh, this time a jersey. Yeah,
0: Because this is the third one he's been to, right? He went with Urbandale, Johnston, now Grandview.
2: Yeah, he so went to three. Now, uh, our, our good friend Chris Hassel went to a Little League World Series, too, and he wore um, cargo shorts. I like cargo shorts. Yeah, but, the, John, these were almost man I mean, first of all, they, yeah, they, have, they had so many pockets that Chris didn't even have to pack luggage. He just carried all the gear. In his shorts. In his shorts. He put all the gear, (laughs) all his clothes, underwear, toiletries, camera, batteries, everything in his shorts. And then his shorts went down like uh, about to his calf muscles. (laughs) man yeah they looked like man yeah they, it was it was quite the look oh, all right uh, coming to principal park we think tuesday chris bryant boy he's played many games at principal park this will be a whole nother deal and will give uh, the iowa cubs a little spark here they've it, had a rough season yeah and, and
0: they need a spark
2: they've had some bad weather too yeah. and it, I, it'll provide a spark at the gate too, because fans oh. will show up for this. He's going to join the iCubs, expected to play in Omaha tomorrow night. So some fans will even drive o- over for that. But then the Tuesday game, and, uh, and well, that's a
0: night game. That'll be, I think, well attended. The
2: doubleheader the next day he should be here Wednesday, for that. Yep. Don't know for sure how long he'll be here, but they said Joe Madden thought three or four games. And
0: one thing interesting thing I saw about Bryant on Twitter, or I should say Madden commenting on Bryant. He's tweaked his swing a little bit. You'll notice when he swings, right when he hits the ball, he lets go and has one hand on the bat. He's doing more of a two-handed swing. So he follows through with both hands on the bat. Watch when he hits this. Let's go. Yeah. Now he's doing follow-through bat all the way to the back of the head with two hands on the bat. So it'll be interesting to see how it works. He says he gets more power. With that, so I don't know about tweaking the swing this late in the season.
2: Tweaking the swing uh, as you go into September, we'll have to see how that goes. hopefully it
0: works. They could use another bat in the lineup.
2: Still ahead, John and I face off. Matt Campbell makes an appearance. Well, uh, a photo of Matt Campbell makes an appearance. This is video of Matt Campbell over at Cole's uh, Commons. He was the star there. Uh, among, Lots of autographs. Uh, yeah, among the uh, Cyclones, who showed up. He was he was the big get. Although these were some popular guys too. And yes. You can always email the show sound off at whotv.com. How cool is Nick Nurse? New head coach of the Toronto Raptors still holds his annual camp in Iowa, and he brought the entire Raptors coaching staff. I'm now a Raptors fan. That's Brock in Huxley. Yeah, that was really cool. Right up until he, you know, kind of took a shot of my career settling into Des Moines. What's wrong with that? It's a Nothing. great place. Yeah, we love Des Moines. It's the greatest city in the world. Easily. Yeah, I mean, uh, Toronto Toronto's is behind great, a, but Des Moines. Yeah.
0: All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We give it a hockey name face off, but no hockey tonight. Worst fears realized this week when police found the body of murdered Iowa student Molly Tibbetts. On Friday, Molly's brother Scott started at quarterback for BGM, played a part in three touchdowns, and led BGM to a win. I can't even imagine the emotions.
2: Scott pointed up, and it's, it's not hard to see where he found strength, John.
0: And pretty special. yeah. While talking to reporters this week about the four players suspended in the opener, Iowa Offensive Coordinator Brian Ferentz threw some shade at Michigan State and Iowa State, saying, quote, this is the University of Iowa. You cannot get out of jail on Thursday and play on Saturday. That's not how it works here. I kind of like it. It's
2: refreshing to hear a coach say exactly what's on his mind. Almost all coaches say things like this behind closed doors, but Brian Ferentz will say it into Mm -hmm. a microphone. It's so unlike his father (laughs) that it still surprises me. Uh, Brian Ferentz must not fear living in a glass house either. Is Kirk Ferentz possibly inventing the
0: mullet, the most underreported story of the week?
2: Yes, it is. Uh, Kirk broke this potential 30 for 30 on the Murph and Andy show. What if I told you conservative coach Kirk Ferentz invented the mullet? Get the Emmy ready. Anybody will watch that. Winner right there. Yeah.
0: Iowa State hosted its Victory Day on Friday where they invite physically and mentally challenged kids onto the field at Jack Trice Stadium for some fun. I love these stories. The impact this
2: event makes on these kids will last forever. Matt Campbell brought this to Iowa State and it is wonderful. So cool. As happy as those kids are, I think the coaches and players smile even more. Bravo. Well done. Over under, Bulldogs, overrated, UGA at Georgia, UGA, UGA, overexposed. Underrated, my man, my man, Griff.
0: I love this boy. Man, isn't it puppy day today as well? I think that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's dog day. Dog day, yeah. Griff at Drake, man, that, that dog is just so cool. I love Yeah,
2: Griff. yeah, Griff. I mean, you see the two of them side by side. It's no contest, no, right? It's Griff. Griff. I mean, they it's don't. They, the they don't look anything alike. Ugg has got Griff, nothing. Yeah. On yeah, Griff. Yeah. Griff. Griff's got it. Griff is, Griff's the dog. Good dog. Good dog. Griff. Um, is Tiny Raff coming out today? I don't know, but or he been, is he gone? I He's heard. I
0: heard word that we have video proof of Chris Hassel in the cargo store. Oh.
2: There it there is. Go. Look Inside at those the, shorts. Now, series, right Atlanta, there, this is when he American first American gets to the park. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. There's, so a, he, there's no one he, there. He hasn't even unpacked yet. His, he still has <laughs> all of his clothes <laughs> and toiletries <laughs> there in those cargo shorts. And did you see how low they were hanging? Look at them. They're past his knees. They're past his knees. If these were made of jean oh, material, it'd be even better. Jean <laughs> cargo shorts. Yeah, jean cargo shorts. Look, that's, that's 10 years ago. That's not 30 uh, years ago. I think he still um, has those shorts around. Absolutely does. Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely does. <laughs> so look, it's even, it's in 4x3. This is before yeah. the uh, 16x9 HD days, but yeah, Chris. You won't see him looking like that much anymore. Hey, what'd you what'd you notice on Football Friday this week? You went to the Valley game. You covered that. Oh, oh, oh hey, he's hey, late. Hey, okay, hang on. Hang
1: on. Tiny ref is a king. Well, I can play and sing. I can sing treble clef. You only got one minute left. So better wrap up the show. Oh, I got to go.
2: You know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed that. He was
1: actually not, <laughs> doing, too
2: not doing too bad. Too bad. I've heard all. worse. All right, so what you, would what'd you get out of seeing Valley play? Can Valley, uh, can Valley beat Dowling this week over Drake Stadium?
0: Uh, they're going to play a lot better. They did not play well in the first half against Southeast Polk. They had two points at half. That was because Southeast Polk snapped a punt out of the end zone. They got uh, Valley's offense has to play much better. I like the Tiger defense. They really shut down Gavin Williams, that all-state running back, who's got offers from Big time schools. Like Valley's defense, the offense needs to get rolling more. Dowling rolled over a good walk key team 48 to 14. They're already look like Dowling? They're, and here's the thing with Dowling. They're going to run the ball 40 times a game. They got four senior offensive linemen. They got Jason Murray in the backfield who's going to rush for 2,000 yards. They don't need to throw it a ton. I think their defense is the one question mark. They lost like nine of their top 10 tacklers from last year. But I mean, this is what they do. They get it to Murray in open space. They find him holes and he just breaks free. So. That's the big game on Friday, Dowling Valley. Valley's going to have to play a lot better than they they did against Southeast Polk, but we've seen this happen before. Valley has beaten Dowling when we didn't think they could, Mm -hmm. and so it's one of those rivalry games where anything can happen.
2: Back to back to back to back to back state champions. I think they have
0: three losses in the last five
2: years. Two of them are to Valley. (laughs) Wow, that is uh, impressive. That is the Football Friday big game, and that will be over at Drake Stadium because Dowling Catholic is the home team. Yep. Don't want to have that game over at Valley Stadium where Dallas used to. They plays want to get Valley
0: out of their comfort zone a little yeah, bit. Sure. Go to Drake.
2: That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Andy Fails
0: got a tour of the new Kinnick Stadium north end zone. Stories is in the lead up to the Seahawks game, but in the meantime, enjoy the view. Good night.